Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We're your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode 24. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile? <laughs> Even though there aren't any crocodiles. Right. Um, well, so on this episode, we are kind of taking you visually into one of our favorite, favorite locations in southern Georgia, um, the Okefenokee Swamp. It's a national wildlife refuge, and it encompasses about 700 square miles of the southeastern corner of Georgia, and it is one of the most peaceful, serene, and frightening places that you can come. <laughs> Absolutely. And actually, as we're recording this, we're on our mobile uh, device uh, recording this. We're actually sitting in the Okefenokee uh, Wildlife Refuge right now. Yeah. So, so we're looking out in the prairie. Uh, you might be able to hear some birds in the background. We are in the middle of a swamp prairie. And uh, um, we, did, we just got done doing a two... Uh, two night, three day paddle. Yeah. Uh, about 28 miles. Yeah, and we we forgot to, we were gonna, the whole plan was to uh, bring you a podcast live from one of the, um, you know, raised platforms deep within the wilderness, and we forgot our device in the car. So <laughs> we are back settled and um, on the outskirts of the Okefenokee uh, Refuge, and we just we wanted to make sure that we brought you um something directly from, from one of our locations yeah. it is absolutely a beautiful day here today yeah blue sky yeah. um there's i mean it, uh, we had we had really two we had three great days of paddling the last day was uh, overcast and gusting winds at about uh, 15, 20 miles per hour. And of course, we had to paddle right directly straight into the wind, so um, which made it a little bit challenging. But but you, you know, I mean, you couldn't ask for better weather. I mean, we, we watched a beautiful sunset. Uh, I, I mean, it, it was just, it was, I can't even tell you how beautiful it was. Yeah, so um, just a little, I, I wanted to kind of share a little bit about um, the Okefenokee Swamp. Well, I, first of all, how you can't get enough of that word, Okefenokee. It's Okefenokee. <laughs> I just, I'm obsessed. How's your day with, going? It's Okefenokee. You know, we've heard from so many different people. I'm getting sidetracked already. And I it's just, just like the saying Okefenokee. I know. We've we've heard so many people say, you know, they're intrigued by the Okefenokee just simply because of the name, like Okefenokee. It's oh. so much fun. And what does Okefenokee mean? So yeah, so Okefenokee actually translates into land of trembling earth which is not as fun to say land of trembling earth no, i'm gonna go paddling <laughs> in the land of trembling earth but you know it gets it it gets its name well obviously this is a swamp you know yeah. and um you know swamps are very different in all different regions but you know this is the largest swamp in all of north america so uh, this is a pretty big deal here and it's and it's in our back door backyard and and but so it gets its name, Land of Trembling Earth, from um, from the idea that you have this uh, these what they call tree islands, and it, you know they're not true islands, even though there are many yeah. like actual physical islands out here, and some of them are extremely large. And 
but it gets it because when you stand on it, it's not solid. It's like and a sponge. Exactly. And so you can stand on what you envision to be earth, but yet you you move Up, with yeah, it because right. it's not solid ground. Right. And it, it actually gets its um it it's uh earth like attributes from from the fact that you have layers upon layers upon layers of dead decay debris that right. falls on top of one another, then that decays and it becomes this like this um pile of what then ultimately looks like earth and you have trees coming from it you have cypress and, and cypress trees oak. are all connected to each other Absolutely. you know that's one of the things that um you know cypress trees it's like a vast network and so everything you've got you know your you know your lily pads everything is kind of connected in the swamp yeah, yeah. you know everything is connected yeah and it's just so it gets this um <laughs> you know, you never really know exactly what's true earth and what's yeah. <laughs> what's like a, this false earth. Right. And it's um, it's really really beautiful to explore. Um, but anyway, so um, you know, the Okefenokee became a wildlife refuge in about 1937 when Roosevelt um, kind of stopped. Um, you know. Uh, uh, all the all the digging and all the you know exploratory yeah like, well he made it when they when he was making all the national yeah, parks absolutely um uh, a lot of logging companies and timber timber companies saw the cypress and of course cypress is you know great wood and so many many logging companies tried to go into swamps and lumber but they found um it, they almost impossible to do yeah you just can't log in a swamp and so and there, there's quite a few other swamps in the country that they tried logging through um and couldn't do it so uh okifinoki was one of them and so he made that in the long list of all the other uh national refuge uh, areas and national parks uh okifinoki is one of them yeah. and so it's highly protected um and um it's just a it's just a beautiful different diverse area um and it's like going back in time it really is so you know this is like i said earlier this is the largest swamp in all of north america and it's so large it's so you can't even really fathom how large it is i would say probably a good you know 60 per uh, maybe even like 75 percent of it is is un develop under you know undeveloped and right. and that's the beauty in it but but even there's 120 miles worth of like physical maintained trails within the Okefenokee and within those trails you know once you go off the main beaten path it is so unbelievably diverse you're yeah. going through you know you know channels that were used to for logging purposes right. um then you you know steer off those channels and you're going through you know actual lakes fresh you know fresh lakes and you're going through um very 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 closed in channels that you know are are overgrown with trees and you have you're in areas where uh, you have prairies, you know, prairies back to back, and it's just this, just the diversity that you get to paddle through. You know, one minute you can be in a really shaded, uh, thick, um, 
you know, uh, Spanish moss uh, tree. I mean, it's, it's oh, all hanging down yeah. and you've got, you know, the, the, the live oak. I mean, you, you've got all this uh, diversity and it's pretty shaded and it's pretty enclosed. Um, and then the next minute you're in this vast, wide open prairie um, where you can see everything. And it's absolutely, it's absolutely, and, and you're not protected at all. There's, uh, there's nothing. There's just, there's <laughs> absolutely, there's no canopy. You're, you're in a prairie. Absolutely. I mean, think of a prairie and then think of kayaking in a prairie. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. You're, you're kayaking through this like narrow, narrow channel that, you know, if you steer too far to the right or the left, you know, you're you're caught in the midst of water lilies and you ha and and these uh, you know peat bogs, right. and you're trying to fight your way through to try and get back out. Um, a lot of that is really fun to explore, but on the other hand, you know, it can get very narrow and it can white you know can widen <clears throat> widen up for you and becomes easy paddling. But it's just it's like one thing after the next that's so different from one another, right. and it keeps things so interesting and. Yep and it's just absolutely stunning yeah now this is this is march so the very tail end of march and so we are coming in during you know the beginning of springtime and, and things are very very different this time the, the previous time we went in at the beginning of january and it was a it's a very different experience this yep. time yeah very different it's the alligators are starting to mate. So, so let's <laughs> let's talk about this. Let's talk about the white elephant in the room, okay? Or the white gator in the room. <laughs> so, um, I, up until last year, January, the first time that we had gone into the Okefenokee, I'd never really seen an alligator up close and personal. Um, so, to say that I'm a little intimidated by them is an understatement. Um, <laughs> And so when we did it in January, it's well under an understatement. <laughs> yeah, when we did it in January, you know, it's cold, and I think maybe we saw about I don't know twenty alligators. Yeah. Um, our last day, it was it was kind of sunny. They were out on you know they're sunning, and but I never felt I never felt even threatened by them um, at all. Um, however, they this trip. <laughs> This trip, now the temperature in January never got above 55. I mean, it was it was a lot cooler, you know. But on this trip, um, temperatures were in the mid-80s. And not only did I see a couple, I saw probably 300. And <laughs> Three, well, let's specify 300 very active. Very active <laughs> gators. And they weren't just sitting at the side of the banks letting you go. They were like... Um, you're either going to paddle over me or, <laughs> or, you know, you're not going to paddle. And so um, the exposure I had to alligators, the, the, the first day going out there, I'd have to say there were a few times it was pretty nerve-wracking. Um, <laughs> so I'm, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw you under the bus here because this is so cute. It was a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> so I'm paddling, you know, probably... Yeah, hundred yards behind you because I'm lollygagging yeah. and you know enjoying being close up and personal with the gators. And Scott's up ahead, going, "There's a gator! There's a gator to your left! There's a gator to your right! Oh my God! Here's another gator!" And I'm like, "Take a picture, enjoy them." And he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Hell no!" <laughs> he's yeah. like, "I'm getting out of here." Yeah, <laughs> just just to run into another gator right. Yeah, was, yeah. 
It was. It was a little tim intimidating because these, you know, some of them, <laughs> some of them are gigantic. Absolutely. And enormous. so, the, and and you know, we're not in a canoe. Let me let me stress that we are in kayaks. So you're you're about maybe, I don't know, you know, a foot. Not even that. You're no, like no, what? No, you're what? Maybe seven inches. Seven inches <laughs> between you and your 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 body's actually under the water. Well, yeah, but. You're in the kayak, and so, you know, when, when it's one thing when the gators are way up on the banks and stuff like that, you know, that's one thing. But when the gator is straddling the canal or the path, <laughs> well, they and it's, it's the, the gator itself is 12 feet long, as long as your kayak, and it's, it's horizontal, and it's straddling the, the path, like, what do you do? Like, where do you go? Like, you know, and so your only decision is to just keep on going and you don't really challenge the gator in a way, but you know, you, there's nowhere to go. And so you paddle over it. And at the last minute, the sucker just like sinks like a submarine and you just paddle over it. And so it takes, it took me, it took me a while to actually really get into the rhythm to know that, you know, like nothing's going to happen. You're really safe. They, they, they are as afraid of you as um, as you are of them, and it's kind of like, okay, I'm not going to mess with you. You don't mess with me, and and there's peace in the universe. Yeah. And so when we were putting this podcast together, you know, we thought, you know, oh my God, you know, how much more do you have to trust the trail? Yeah, absolutely. You know, than when you are when you are a food source. Yeah. And you're paddling, you know, you're paddling. Um, and you see you're, you're, you're part of the food chain, you know? Well, yeah, and, and part of the food chain during, you know, a time where they're mating and, and slightly, slightly vocal and, and, and a little on the aggressive side yeah. in terms of trying to, you know, find right. its mate. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to have sex. Who, who wants someone to paddle, <laughs> paddle through that, you know? I mean, it's... So it's a little, you know, it definitely is... Um, well, for me, it's like completely thrilling and exciting. And, and I'm a lot, I grew up with gators, not necessarily in swamps, but I grew up, my uncle um, hunted gator and in, in Florida. And, you know, so I would go out on the airboats with him and hunt gator and, you know, cook up gator at night and, you know, so on and so forth, not in protected areas, obviously. So I grew up a little bit more comfortable being in a boat surrounding them, but, Still, being in a kayak, literally swimming right next to them right. or right over them at the last second they, they, you know, they dive down. And, you know, there's a bird that has just like... You just saw a hawk um, fly by with a, like a snake in its yeah. mouth. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But, you know, so yeah, I definitely Talk had about a little predator. <laughs> so I definitely had a little bit more of a comfort uh, with them. But still, there is this... Uh, you know, you have a, you know, 15, 14, 15 foot gator, you know, that's like banking on it, sunning right next to you. And as you pass it, it opens its mouth and makes this like growling, you know, growling noise. noise. Well, yeah, it's a little intimidating. Yeah. So, so, but it was, um, it, it was absolutely wonderful. And, you know, I have a, I have a new respect. I've always respected gators, obviously, you know, that's, what's keeping them wild is the, you know, our respect of But wildlife, because they're not but, hunted in the Okefenokee and they're protected, yeah. they're multiplying like rabbits. Yeah. So there's a lot of them. So when you, I mean, it's, it's, you know, like it's one thing when you're paddling 
and I guess just from my experience, because you know, I was a little bit of a, you know, I, I'm a, I, I, I tend to paddle, you know, and so like at one point in time, um, uh, the group that we took, they were pretty far behind, and I was pretty far ahead, and and at one point in time, I got to uh, an area where I, I was like, holy shit. I mean, they were just like, boom, 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 come, <laughs> coming into the water, man. And I'm watching them like, oh, I'm like in gator hell right yeah, now. Yeah, and it's a little intimidating. It is very intimidating by yourself. When splash in front of you and splash behind you, yeah. and you don't know where they're beelining to. Yeah. And, but know, it, takes a, it takes a while to get <laughs> used to it. But that's when, you know, when we talk about trusting the trail, you know, you have to trust that, you know, that people, experts in their field, and what you've done research for, you know, you know, I had to trust everything that I had learned and everything that everybody, anybody had, you know, told me about like about the alligators and like like they are they are not there to eat you. You're too big. They don't want to screw with you. They're intimidated. They, they're intimidated by you. by you. And I had to trust that knowledge and kind of push through that fear. And that's really what we teach all the time is pushing through that fear and trusting. You know the trail and trusting the people that you know your community and people that are outdoor people and people that are wilderness experts and um you know people in that area that know the that know the surroundings better than you know and you know you just trust the trail and the kayak trail that we were on is no different than any other trail in life absolutely um, it's just absolutely. another trail it's just a trail that you're pushing through that you're trying to get through you got you know you just like what's that? What what the heck is that? And you just gotta trust that everything is gonna be okay. And it was. I mean, it was. We had a we had a blast. I mean, and... for all the shit that we gave you for two straight days. Well, the funny thing is, last year, <laughs> last year, I was like, oh man, dude, I I paddled through like twenty gators. Yeah. Like I'm 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 a gator pro. Like <laughs> no, that's nothing. But when you go through like three hundred gators, the first half mile, and he was panicking. And, oh yeah. You know, we gave him some shit. Don't don't yeah, think yeah, we yeah. didn't. Oh, but... they did. But I would say on his last day out, he had gained an enormous amount of confidence. And, and you know, I mean, he still wasn't like nestling up beside them trying to like take pictures. But he, but he, he gained the confidence because he learned that trusting the trail was, you know, his, his ticket to really just relaxing and enjoying his environment. I and think, it was really cool I, to see you progress. Yeah. I think the biggest confidence booster for me was when that big daddy gator challenged me and was horizontal on horizontal yeah. across, across my path Yeah, and he wasn't moving. And you and had to go forward. I mean, I had to go, <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what, you know, there's no, there, I couldn't go to the left. I couldn't go to the right. It was a, it was a kind of a, uh, wasn't a very wide opening and he was there and I just had to trust that everything that anybody had ever told me any, you know, just, just go and they will move, they will blink first. And that's exactly what happened. You know, like I kind of gave it a couple power strokes, <laughs> lifted up my paddles, put, kept my arms tucked in and, uh, and rolled right over that guy. And I'm like, okay, they're not, they're not that tough, man. You know, they're not that tough. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, all new respect. Yeah. You know, but a beautiful respect for them. Yeah. Beautiful these, respect for them. Absolutely. Uh, gators. I've, I've, you know, especially here in the Okefenokee when they're, they're not being hunted and, and they're here to just kind of live their lives out and you 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 learn that 
Gator, I, I have respect, a new level of respect for the chill level of gators because gators are some of the most chilled, relaxed, yeah. you know, and, and they're the most patient creatures. Yeah. And I, we were just so unbelievably impressed by, right. yep. by, you know, being so up close and personal with them on this right on this adventure now the 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 the, i guess the the thing that we also learned yeah is that so when 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 you do an overnight uh pad on the okifinoki they have platforms that you you camp on so and i guess that's probably a question people are asking right now well how do you camp in a swamp well they have platforms that are built um off and above the uh the land of the swamp and so you pull your kayak or canoe up up to that you tie it up and then you camp on these platforms with a tent you know um and so there's nothing to stake down if you want to you know keep your tent from blowing off the platform you have to kind of tie it to a pole or something but um you know um so and then that's it and so you can bring extra gear you can cook they have some of them have picnic tables some of them don't and so you know you're all camping on this platform some of them have a little land next to the platform we had a fire our last night um off the side and so there's a little land now could a could an alligator climb right up onto that land where you're having a fire absolutely they can and did i hear them in yeah. the middle of the night wrestling absolutely up there? yeah absolutely but they, they don't like people us. they yeah. just don't yeah. want to be yeah. around you yeah. just same as a bear in the woods they yeah. don't want to be around you yeah and so that's what you trust and so um so yeah so our first platform we got to it was beautiful we could see the sunrise and sunset we're in the middle of this prairie nothing around us and sure enough as we're getting ready to eat dinner like around 5 30 here comes a gator yeah right up right there and sat in front of our platform you know for a few hours with his head head up and he had the look on his face like feed me yeah and so you can tell right off the beaten path that People feed these gators, and that's a huge, huge no-no. Um, and it, the the alligator in the swamp is no different than the bear in the in the wilderness. If you feed it, they learn that humans mean mean food, and alligators in the swamp are often put down um, because people have fed the alligator, and the alligator now has associated humans with food and expects to be fed. And, you know, it's the, just like it's exactly the same thing that the Smoky Mountains are having a problem with right. the bear. It's the exact same thing in the swamp. Don't feed the alligators. Now, I mean, it was it was it was really kind of neat to see that they, you know, developed this understanding. But at the same time, it's just it's beyond disheartening because you know that ultimately that's going to become an issue because you have enough ignorant people out there or oh, enough yeah. people that just that just don't give a shit that are are actually hurting these animals in the long run and 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 it was it was kind of sad to see that because you don't you don't see that to that to this extent the way you did in the okie you don't see that to the same extent that you do when you go back packing because right. um you know it, it's just it was just very very different but yeah. Yeah, but you know, so we we spent... named him Wallace. <laughs> named that Gator Wallace. We spent two wonderful nights out on these platforms, and these platforms, so, you know, every single one of them are different, and they're I, I'm gonna gonna guesstimate there's probably like 
10 or 11 platforms in the swamp. Yeah. I don't actually remember the number. I don't have our map on us, but, um, you know, I, the, uh, every single platform is completely different, whether you're in pine forest or whether you're in the cypress or off the channel or whether you're in a prairie or off of a lake and everyone has a different experience. And, and we stayed at round top platform, which is one of the most popular platforms in um, all of it because you have 360 degree um you know views view, panoramic from you. View. and you can see sunrise and sunset all by staying on this platform and and these platforms are just these elevated raised wooden platforms with with you know a, a they have tin. a canopy on yeah. those so they have a kind of a roof over and, covering on it and so you know you have this sense of this the sense of protection right but yet you know, the way we saw the gators walking about and, you know, on on these lands. And so the first night, of course, we're just like completely and, you know, exposed in a prairie with water and just sparse trees, you know. Yep. And we knew that gator could come up there if he wanted to yep. um, get up on the kayak, jump yep. up on the steps and, and make his way up there. And that would have been weird though, to, see a, to see a gator in the kayak and paddle away. <laughs> That would have been different. <laughs> but, you know, we got these, these beautiful things, and it was, there's, you feel so remote when you're out there. So you've got these trails, and a lot of them are day use, but you have these overnight trails and only one party to a platform at a time. So, you know, a lot of these trails, you know, you have to, you have to paddle pretty far in to get to your destination, so you really don't see a lot of people no. out here at well, all. Well, you don't, they only, yeah, the one party per platform per night, so you're not really passing, occasionally you're not really you see people up many there. people outside of the main channels. But in the Okefenokee, I mean, if you expect to go out in the wilderness and do a, a couple day paddle, I mean, you're gonna have a 10, 12, maybe even a 13 mile day yeah. to get to these platforms. And so you can expect to be in your kayak all day yeah and and it is true because you know the the swamp is anywhere from like your your water passageways are you know range anywhere from only two feet of of, of water to 10 feet below you so in most cases you have anywhere from two to maybe like three feet of, of water to, to paddle through well when water is low that drops significantly and you, it's filled with peat bogs, yeah. so you're constantly maneuvering about these things, and so it is a very, very slow paddle. Yep. It's a very slow paddle. Yeah, you're like, not going to be doing relaxing. two to three miles per hour no. in the swamp. You know, you'll be lucky if you can do 1.5. You're that's a pretty average speed to paddle, depending on the wind and the current. So um, you know, sometimes your the wind is behind you, and you can go a little bit faster. But sometimes that wind is blowing right at you, and you're you're paddling up upstream, up the current. And I mean, you're not you're not breaking speed records by any stretch <laughs> no. of the imagination. No, but what makes it? <laughs> but so... it's beautiful. You don't want to go fast anyway. It's beautiful. absolutely. And what makes it so? What makes it so beautiful is is the actual water itself. So, um, the Okefenokee waters are actually a fresh water system coming in from the Suwannee River Canal, and they actually do drain to the Gulf yep. of Florida. But but the water itself has a black appearance to it, and so even you know when it's sunny for sure. But even on these overcast days, when you're paddling and and you have still water in front of you because 
you're the first to go, um, which is why we put so much distance in between us so yeah. that we can all gain that yeah. perspective of the fresh, you know, the still water. But you have this like black looking water, which truly is, it's it's more a color of like black tea. Yes, so yeah. if you were to Got kind a of- tea color to yeah, it. Yeah, so. it has a, it has this like, this like, stained tannin you know which makes it very reflective exactly and, and it has this still i mean there's just still water mirror yeah. effect yeah. so you have all these trees or you know these um um you know these just beautiful lily pads and everything is reflected so perfectly in front of you and it, it becomes it becomes this um just very meditative paddle and yeah. I don't know. I could I could spend a week in here and be yeah. completely it, happy. It's 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 really pretty, and you know we're out we're outside right now. And we're in the wind. And we're looking at the prairie. I mean, it's just a blue sky. It's just absolutely beautiful, and, and we love this place. We wanted to share the experience with you guys. Um, we will have this. We'll have the video. We shot this whole uh, episode on our GoPro. Um, so we've got some great, um, great photographs. Um, you can go to our YouTube channel, The Backpacker TV, and check out uh, the video when we post it, uh, which will be coming soon. Uh, we'll have a whole post um, with this podcast um, on our uh, website, uh, www.thebackpacker.tv, and so you can read all the posts and look at some photographs. If you've been to the Okefenokee or you're a paddler or kayaker or you are familiar with alligator love, <laughs> we'd love to hear we'd love to hear we want to hear uh, your story we'd love to hear your story so um yeah um good to be out here and uh we've got uh we're gonna have uh we're going out to stay at a hostel for three days and then we're gonna go backpacking on the cumberland national seashore uh island down in uh southern georgia so we're gonna do a um two night three-day backpacking trip so pretty excited about that and we'll be doing a podcast from there also. So that'll be the following week. That'll be episode number 25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we can't wait. We're already planning our escape back into the Okefenokee again. Yep. And uh, so, yeah. yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys on the trail. See you later. Bye.